Good morning. It is uh, Tuesday, March 1st, and this is our third podcast. Here with you today is myself, uh, Sergeant Carla Burr, and... Corporal Jeb Hilton. I was going to call myself Corporal Jeb <laughs> Hilton today. <laughs> um, we are going to talk to you guys about scams. Uh, we get a lot of calls in our crime prevention office about scams, and a lot of people uh, have questions. They most of the time don't get scammed but occasionally we do get those that get taken advantage of so we want to talk about all the the ones that we know about and kind of just make sure that you guys have all the information you need to protect yourselves so um jeb you want to start yeah one of the the first things i want to talk about when we talk about scams is spoofing on caller id um, that's the, the thing that gets a lot of people is, is the number coming across saying this is from the Amarillo Police Department, this is from the Potter County Sheriff's Office or the Randall County Sheriff's Office. Um, those are the things that make people think that some of these are legit. So um, first thing, spoofing is changing a number to look like somebody else's. And there's apps for it. There, there are easy ways to do that. You can do it with any phone and on any phone. You can actually get phone calls from your own number if somebody does it and doesn't know that they're doing that. So uh, spoofing is, is a part of, of all of these scams that we tend to see. And it, it's a big part that, that people get caught up in a lot of times. So that's one of the main things to look out for and, and possibly be on the lookout for. Did you mention that we get it a lot of times from the police department, also from like the um, the utility companies, Excel and and in uh, what's the other? Company? Yeah, Atmos. Yes, yeah, um, all, all of those are, are they get spoofed a lot. Definitely, you know, susceptible to that, and we do see those a lot. So. And speaking of that, right now, I know it's going to start warming up, in, you know, pretty soon in March, and so it won't be an issue for the heating, but for, you know, when your air conditioning starts kicking on. And so you, we see a lot of an increase in scams from like Excel and Atmos and those things during the time, like when the, when the weather changes. And so uh, one of the things that they'll do is uh, min like try to threaten you that they're gonna shut off your electricity. And we get a lot of calls from people that say that they'll get a, either a call or they'll get a text or um, most of the time it's a call though, I think. And then the person is telling them, if you don't pay this right away, then you're going to um, get your electricity shut off. So um, what we want people to understand is that you know if you're paying your bill and you know if um, you're behind on it and if you even if you are, then that doesn't mean they're going to shut it off right then. You're going to get several notices. Uh, usually, they'll give you a couple of months. And so, if you're not behind on your bill, then don't you don't have to take that threat. The other side of it is is that these people that threaten that they're usually wanting you to pay with a gift card. And there is no business out there <laughs> anywhere. No utility company, no police department, no professional business that is going to ask you to pay a debt with a gift card. Um, and so anytime, that should be your first clue, the and first indicator. And being on the lookout for a, an amount that is way over what you usually pay. There, there's going to be times where you get an amount that is is higher you're going to see a, a double or a triple bill but if they start saying you owe thousands of dollars that, that's something else to look out for mm -hmm. so those are just just some of the things that, that you can possibly come across that we've heard about mm -hmm. um 
So one of the other, talking about gift cards, here's another one that we get. Uh, the one where people um, say that, like, they get a phone call and the they say they're with the, 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 the Social Security Administration and that your social security card has been compromised and that someone has used it to purchase a vehicle or to, and, and usually the one that I've been told is they're down by the border, they've purchased a vehicle, the vehicle's been stopped and there's a bunch of drugs in it. And now they're wanting you to pay an amount so that you don't go so that you don't get arrested and of course most people question this but then they'll say well the police are going to show up at your house right away and I know uh, to me and you can t help me with this Jeb it sounds it sounds outlandish but I know personally people that they've called us and they've been scammed out of thousands of dollars on this and so one thing we want to talk about when it comes to this when you get threatened by law enforcement because someone's saying that you know you have some warrants or because you have an outstanding you know like some on your social security or whatever we are we are not going to call you and threaten to arrest you we're going to call you and ask for your side of the story and if you don't want to talk to us you you don't have to this is america you have a right to say no um, but if, it, if we have a warrant for your arrest and it's a legitimate warrant, we're going to tell you about it. And then if you don't want to talk to us, then we're just going to come and we're going to come and get you and, and arrest you. We're not going to threaten to do that over the phone. We're not going to tell you also that you have to pay money over the phone to take care of that. Not uninitiated. Um, you might call us and ask if you can pay a warrant off, like pay, call municipal court or call the county or something like that. But we're not going to call as a law enforcement agency and threaten you. And, and the other thing is, is I've heard in these cases, they've been asked to pay with gift cards again from a, from a store. No law enforcement agency, no legitimate law enforcement agency is going to ask for someone to pay with a Walmart gift card or a CVS gift card or anything like that. So you need to question that. And one way that you can do that is by um, disconnecting the phone, hang up on them. Um, if you can hang up and call back the agency that's called you, and mm -hmm. even if it looks like it's the right number, call that number back and ask. You can ask Potter County. You can ask Randall County if you have warrants, and they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. um, you can get on, and you can either call the municipal court or you can get on their website. You can check your name to see if you have warrants. Um, it, it's really an easy fix and a, an easy thing to solve if it's something that you just stop and think about and don't let them get you into a rush. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing with all these things is they're trying to rush you. They're trying to get you to make a decision real quick without having thought through it. And then usually once you sit back and you think through it, you're going to realize that this is a scam or something's not right about it. Um, but just making that time and making sure that you can disconnect it and say, okay, let me think about this. Let me get my bearings and then go through the process yourself. You know, another thing you can do on that is uh, disconnect. And if you don't want to, if you're afraid that it might le be legit and you don't want to call law enforcement, call a family member <coughs> or call a friend and run the story by them and tell them what you're being told by this person. Because in a lot of cases, we've gotten calls from um, kids of elderly parents who have almost been scammed and they call their 
they, they happened to be there, they called them and they told them what was going on. They're like, no, that's definitely a scam and saved them money. So if you're, I mean, if it feels wrong, it's wrong, I'm sure. But if you're not sure, if like Corporal Hilton said, if you're being rushed, if they're trying to threaten you, anything like that, disconnect, hang up the phone right away, and then reach out to someone that you trust and ask some questions make sure that what this is, is is a legitimate thing because we don't want people, we know we all live on a budget and someone taking, you know, $1,500, $2,000 from you on a gift card is going to take, take a significant amount out of your budget. And so um, we want to make sure that you guys are safe when it comes to that. Yeah, another one that, that I want to mention that, that we hear of, it, it's kind of common, it's going to be the Microsoft scam. Um, you know, people will allow these scammers access into their computer. They'll say, hey, we're from Microsoft. You've got a problem in your computer. There's a, a virus or something. And, and they say, we need to have access to it so that we can fix that. Um, so not only are they probably going to try to charge you money to do that, they're gaining access to all of the stuff you have on your computer, whether that's your bank accounts or, or other accounts that you have. So um, number one, Microsoft will never contact you if there's a problem with your computer. They don't know, and honestly, they don't care until you reach out to them. So they will not reach out to you to fix your computer. There's no reason to let anybody or to allow anybody access to your account or to your computer that you don't know that you haven't contacted. Um, so that, that's a big part of that, is, and it's a big part of most of these, is if you're not contacting a lot of these people, they're not going to contact you first. So. Um, if you're behind on bills, you know it. We touched on that, but but it's, it's stuff like like Microsoft, where where you you would they would lead you to believe that you they have access to your computer all the time. And they're scanning to make sure that there's no viruses when they don't do that. So so don't allow anybody access to your computer because they will not contact you. And and along with that, my my dad got scammed by this one a few years ago. If you buy one of those antivirus um, like packages to put on your computer um, they're also not going to contact you to update something like that they're they're gonna sell you their package and then they're going to um, wait for you to contact them if to update it so if that if you get a, a pop-up that says you know from your antivirus package hey you need to update this or whatever and you need to allow someone into your computer then that also goes along with that's a scam so just think about things like that. You know, we, we kind of know, and a lot of times you'll have an instinct about that, but then the person will, uh, and you'll ask them questions, but they'll have just enough of an answer that it sounds like, okay, maybe, or they'll put a little fear in you that maybe, you know, we, none of us want our identity stolen, and so they give you just enough information to give you, make you feel like, okay, maybe this is legitimate, and then they end up stealing your identification. So just want to make sure you guys are, are clear on that. Um, obviously, if you work in a corporation, they do that in some places. I know they, they do that s with some companies, but that's at work. It's not going to be on your home personal computer. Right. Um, another one that, that I've heard of and, and actually have taken some phone calls on is the grandparent scam. Um, it's, it's one that comes and goes. You tend to see, you know, kind of a streaks of it going on, and then you don't hear about it very often. But Right now, we, we have, and I've had a couple calls on the grandparent scam. So what happens is you get a male or female calling and saying, hey, is this grandma or grandpa? And then grandpa or grandma will answer and say, is this so-and-so? 
and one of their grandkids. And then that person takes that name and says, yes, this is so-and-so. Hey, I'm in trouble or there's been an accident or I'm in jail or I'm stuck in a foreign country and I need help or I need money. I mean, that's something that, that we've heard of. And of course, they are good at what they do. Um, that's one of the things we want to reiterate with all this is that if these people weren't good at what they were doing, we wouldn't have to talk about it. They wouldn't be making billions of dollars a year off of people with what they're doing. So these people are good at it, and it seems like they just continue to get smarter and better at it. Um, so they can work on the fly. They, they get the, the grandchild's name. They start saying, that's who I am. I'm, I'm stuck in this country. They work to keep you on the phone and not allow you to call to double check or to call and, and maybe call another of their parent or a cousin or anybody else, and they want to get you to send them money. Um, and a lot of times that is going to be either by buying a, a gift card, an iTunes card, a Green Dot card, something of that nature, or by just wiring money somewhere. Um, so what we want to do on these is say, you know, uh, let me double check or let me, I got to get off and make some contacts. Um, again, one of the main things is breaking that contact so that you can think about it, maybe call somebody else. I um, mean, a lot of times what I've heard on this one is that they will say, hey, don't call my mom. I don't want to be in trouble with them or nobody knows I'm over here and, and I need to get back without anybody knowing. But that's, that's, that's a clue. It's a flag that we see that is going to say, hey, we, we need to contact this person. We need to maybe alert somebody and say, hey, this is going on or is this going on? Um, and it, it's just something where we really want to, to break that contact so that we can make sure of what we're hearing and, and double think, double think, think about it again on, on what we're, we're gonna do. So um, they, they want you to be flustered. They want you to feel like you don't have enough time to do all this, but the, the fact of it is, is you do. Even if it was a legitimate company calling you saying, hey, you know, this is what's going on. They're not gonna say we need it right now. They're gonna give you some options. They might could even be paying out over an extended amount of time or something. So, you know, there's going to be things that, that can be done. And we're not saying that, that accidents can't happen and that people can't be in situations where they call you and, and definitely family members are going to call you at some point and say, hey, I, I've come on a hard time or something's going on that I need some money. And, and that's gonna be verifiable. And it's usually gonna be somebody that you you know their voice or they're coming to you in person or, or something along that line. So um, definitely, definitely be careful on, on all of these, but especially on the ones where they're, they're trying to tug at the heartstrings by pretending to be a family member. So one that I've been getting lately, um, and I've tried to put it out on our social media, but I'd like to cover it a little bit, is text scams. Um, I get a lot of text messages from um, what appears to be AT&T saying either you paid your bill on time so you get a free prize or um, your bill's not paid and you're going to get your phone shut off or all kinds of things. So, And then there's always a link in that text. And what they want you to do is click on that link and then who knows, you know, they could be getting access to your computer, to your phone, or they could be sending you to a fake website where they're going to try to scam you. There's no telling what it is, but when you have those text messages, from an unsolicited, like AT&T um, doesn't do that unless you pay a bill right away. Sometimes you'll get responses on that, but those of you that just get one randomly, you know that. Or any of these other companies that you've never um, reached out to, they send you something, there's a link in there. You wanna always be cautious of those links. If you did not, um, if you didn't seek them out and you got something unsolicited, then that link is probably going to take you to somewhere you don't want to go. Could gain information on your on your phone, could um, 
you know, lead again, lead you to a website that wants to get information from you. So you want to always be cautious of those. If you didn't reach out to it, same with phone calls, same with everything else, then do some research before you click on that link so that you don't end up losing um, information that could lead someone to steal your identity, lead you down a path of losing money, any of those things. You know, we all work hard for what we have and we want to hold on to it. It makes me think of the uh, Publishers Clearinghouse scam. Yes. And that's, that's always my first question is somebody calls and says, hey, Publishers Clearinghouse said that I won a million dollars. And my first question is, did you play? Right. If you didn't play, you can't win. They're not going to just give money away to somebody who hasn't even put in for the sweepstakes. So if you, if you aren't playing most of the time and not giving your information to these people, you're not going to win something. Um, unfortunately, there's not a very rich prince across the sea somewhere that wants to give everybody millions of dollars. Not everybody is going to win a Jamaican dream house, and, and it's just, it is what it is. And unfortunately, yeah. um, and, and our big saying is if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And unfortunately, it, it's just that way. Life is not that good to where you're going to get free money from a prince or win a, win a house overseas. I just hate to say that, but it's true. <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, there's so many, so many things out there. And, and, you know, nowadays, everything that you purchase online, everything that you buy at a store, they want some kind of identifying information from you. They want your phone number, or they want an email address, or they want both or whatever. And then those lists are sold uh, to whoever wants to buy them. They're available publicly. You can, you can purchase them. And these scammers know that. So they buy that information. And then, like Corporal Hilton said earlier, they make billions of dollars uh, at scamming us. And all they need is a few pieces of information to make it look legit. So just be very cautious of those things. Um, another one that we talked about that we want to cover is charities. You know, there's a lot of people, because of the pandemic and just the things that we're going through, that are hurting and charities for a couple of years probably were suffering too because of people being shut down and, and all of that. So a lot of charities asking for money. And we get several calls in here from people that say they received a call from a charity that was a national charity they've never heard of before. And m most of them in, end up being legitimate charities. But what I always tell people is if you're not sure, you've never heard of it, but you want to donate either because you want to donate to be a good person or because you want to get a tax break or whatever your reason is for wanting to donate. There are dozens of charities locally here in Amarillo and you can always find one that is going to have the same purpose of that national charity that you could donate to and the money would stay local. You would know exactly what your money's going to and, um, that would protect you from being scammed by somebody that you weren't sure about. So if you're if you're getting calls from people claiming to be with a charity and you're not sure, look locally. Find one locally. There's lots of good ones. If you need help finding some local ones, we can always give you a list uh, that we have in our office. So that's another way to prevent a scam that in that in that area. Yep. Um, and one, and I haven't seen this one in a little bit, but it's something that we have come across. Uh, it, it's the scammer, what, whatever it is, whatever company they use, whether they are going to get you to work from home, whether it's somebody that's trying to buy something from Craigslist or, or any other online website or whatever it is, what, what they'll do is they'll say, okay, well, your first paycheck will be for this much, but we're going to send you a check for a thousand over that. Or they try to purchase an item and they say, okay, well, the, the item that I'm going to buy is 
$750, we're gonna send you a check for $1,750. And we want you to cash it and send us back the $1,000 extra just to, to give us that, because that, that's all I could do is make it up for that amount. So um, what happens is that check that they send you is counterfeit. You cash it through your bank, so you're the one who is out that money, and the bank is going to come to you to pay back that amount. There's, there's no reason for anybody to send you something that is more than what you deserve or what you earned or more than what you were wanting to sell it for. The only reason they're doing that is because it is a scam. Um, so if, if that's something and, and somebody says, well, I have to do this, then definitely that, that's a red flag. We want to avoid that and probably cut contact and move on to something else if that's the case. But um, that's one that we definitely do see more often. Yeah, we, I mean, we've covered a lot of scams, a lot of topics. Uh, I'm sure there's some that you guys have heard of that we haven't thought of. And, um, of course, we, we talk to people, when we talk to people about avoiding scams, um, one of the things we tell them, you know, of course, is question everything, disconnect, do all that. So we've covered that. But the other thing we want you to do is even if you don't lose any money or lose any anything of value we want you to report it we want you to report it to us so that we know what the scams are that are going on and of course you can contact us at the police department um, by email apd crime prev prev at amarillo.gov or um, 378-4257 is our number to our office and then you can also report it to the better business bureau and the reason why we want you to to report it to them is because they have a scam tracker on their website and so any scams that are occurring here in Amarillo they put them on there and then you can see those and you can look at the list and be aware of them and kind of get some information on that so that's another great way to uh, report scams what what are the other ones that you have Jeb uh, the other I've got is the ic3.gov website it's the Internet Crime Complaint Center website uh, goes through the FBI, and, and they actually can investigate a lot more of these than we can. Um, whenever these come in from these spoofed numbers or they come from places that end up being overseas, there's not a whole lot that the local police department or sheriff's office is going to be able to do with it. But you can get on the ic3.gov website. You can run it through there, especially if you haven't lost any money to it, but you just want to report it. Um, that way that, that Internet Crime Complaint Center can start investigating. If they can pass it down to their federal partners to local government to um, state any, anybody that that can investigate if it's something closer but it's something that they can begin the investigation if it is something overseas that they can end up investigating that we can't so um, one of that's that's probably the best place to go with a lot of these but definitely the the BBB um, and contacting us to let us know if, even if you didn't lose money we want to know so that we can talk about it to everybody else so um, those are the, the main things that you can do if, if you suspect a scam Definitely, if you have lost money, um, call the police department. You can report it online on our website or on the phone. And, and that, that's just some easy ways that you can get it reported and get, get us working on, on what we need to do on that. And we do have a new website. Um, it's amarillopolice.org. So if you uh, do actually get scammed, which we hope after you listen to our podcast, that never happens to anyone again. But unfortunately, sometimes it does. And if that happens, um, you can report it. You just go to amarillopolice.org and um, go to the page where it says report a crime. 
and then follow the instructions from there and you can make an online report. If you don't want to mess with an online report, you can call our dispatch center at 378-3038 and ask to make a phone report. Uh, in the case of scams, we do not send an officer out to make the initial report. Uh, when I say that, I want you to understand that does not mean that it is not investigated. It is absolutely investigated by our, our police officers and investigators, but the initial report is made either online or by phone uh, so that we can save the officers that are on patrol for in-progress crimes. Um, if, if it's in progress, we've had that happen. I actually had a young lady come up to the front desk one day that was on the phone with someone that had already scammed her out of $500 and was trying to convince her to go to another place and get another gift card. Um, so I made the report for her then, because uh, then once he figured out she was making a report, he disconnected. But that's the thing. I mean, once they figure out that you're on to them, they're going to get off the phone or get off of whatever they're doing, and they're going to move on to the next person that they're wanting to scam. So um, we, we still want that. We still want to help you. We're still going to investigate it. So do make a report, but just understand it's not because uh, we aren't going to help you. It's because we're trying to allocate our resources to in progress uh, things at the time that are happening. Yep, uh, and also I think that's that's probably about it. Um, we want to remind everybody in this age of technology to, to be aware of everything you're doing. Know that everything that you're getting on and, and all of the passwords and everything that you're doing online is, is opening you up to the possibility of a scam like this, but that doesn't mean everything we're doing is bad. Uh, we, we, we're in an age where we have to use the technology. The technology is good. There's just some bad things that come along with it that we can be on the lookout for. And most of these we can, can stop before they get started. So um, thank you um, for, for listening to us. Uh, Sergeant Fair, anything to say before we, we leave today? No, I, I just uh, hope we helped you guys learn a little bit about scams. If you have questions, um, we are going to take questions on our uh, podcasts and address them as they go along in the future. So email us apdcrimeprev at amarillo.gov or call us uh, and we would love to talk to you and, and we'll talk to you at the next one.